0: Listen up, fanboys, it's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Yeah, yeah. everybody,
2: everybody right here.
0: Woo. And here's your host, a man with his own Big Bang Theory, Derek McCaw. Yeah. Well, Woo. not bad. Call back to the pre-show. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, if you listen to the outtakes, that will make sense. Anyway, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. Uh, I don't know if you listened to us last week, but uh, if you didn't, <laughs> if you and, did. If send you us did, a, whatever you're taking. Could you send us a copy of it? The lost episode. We didn't mean. Get to your take, microphones out of my house. <laughs> we didn't mean to take a break, but we did, and that's okay. That's okay. I blame technology. I, I do too. What happened? Because it's easier than taking responsibility, isn't it? Computers are evil.
2: (laughs) We recorded an entire podcast. (laughs) And
3: then... I'm proud of you guys. You don't need me anymore. What we had was three aluminum cans, some strings, and a cardboard box, and Michael swore it would work.
0: (laughs) And I guess apparently you have to save Save? these files. For them to work? Well,
3: live and learn. That's what I say. Live
4: and learn. That is a confusing concept to anyone who's never used a computer before. Always press record.
2: Always press record. My name was the last one mentioned, and I had nothing to do with that screw up. That was all Lon Lopez. Way to take one for the team, We were all
0: distracted by your beauty. That's why. Uh, Speaking of Lon
2: Lopez, introduce Mm. yourself, Lon.
0: Oh, I am Lon Lopez, as referred to. By the young Michael Goodson. Hey, that's me. <laughs> yeah, from me! That's me,
2: not the screw-up this time. Mm-hmm.
0: And
3: the man that we wished was here last week, but instead was on vacation. Yep.
4: Yeah, man, Rick Brett Snyder right back from Jamaica. <laughs> wow! <laughs> that... Had no Jamaican. <laughs> yeah, was, residents not, it at you all. don't
2: sound anything like the people on TV. <laughs> that was sort of like an undiscovered
3: species on a bad Star that Trek was, episode. That was
2: Haiti and Jamaica and
4: Cozumel. All put and together. Brett Schneider. Yeah. And Brett Schneider. A lot of Brett Schneider.
3: And the, the Brett Schneiders. Were yeah, a fierce, mom. proud people. Mm-hmm. Hidden away I. from civilization. From the last Rick of years. the Brett Schneider. Is, oh. Anyway, we've got a lot to talk enough about, about tonight. Enough. <laughs> Indeed, I've had enough. But we missed you.
2: We did miss you. Derek, give me a topic to discuss. Okay, I, I won't
3: yet. <laughs> we do a like little Mad pre- Libs. we got to do a little preview thing to totally get Drew not interested. Okay. So, uh, we, of course we'll, what do we have going on this week, we'll, Derek? We'll be talking about comics. Uh, we'll be talking about conventions. We'll be talking about some exciting movie news, some exciting TV news, and we'll a little video game topic as well. I think it's terrific that everything is exciting. I'm excited. I like to think that everything is excited. Otherwise, yes. well, maybe it's the medication I'm taking. At any we'll rate, tone it
2: down, I bet. <laughs>
3: don't worry. <laughs> we'll,
2: we'll have some long, dull don't sessions. Don't worry.
3: Of- What's it, What was your high school nickname? Buzzkill? Okay, so that, I'm that's... I'm a comic. Yeah, oh, dear Lord. I didn't make that reference. At any rate, uh, let's start with some comic news. Uh, actually, just, uh, here we are being jovial. We are going to bring it down a little bit because the comics yeah. industry... Was uh, shaken this week a little bit uh, by the death of a longtime retailer, uh, one of the first, I guess, you know, big comic book store owners, Rory Root, who was the owner of Comic Relief in in Berkeley, a big, well known national store. Uh, I know I've seen seen it at, all at the Comic Con in San Diego every year. He has a big, big booth. Um, and he apparently went into – I'm not sure that his health was all that great overall. He was only 50 years old. He yeah, went, didn't
0: he like went in for like surgery and then just they had for complications something, yeah, or something? Yeah, it was
3: complications, died of complications of surgery. For something that should have been rather routine, I think, uh, you know, it's just one of those really sad cases. Something something went wrong and, um, and
4: so what, what they were – it was very quick – to be able to blow to the industry, so maybe you should explain comic relief too, because the importance of that might be lost in some of our younger listeners.
2: It was an eighties. Uh,
4: um,
3: no, that's not it. That no, it wasn't. Uh, try not to inject levity into this section. We're talking about a man who passed away. Um, that uh, it was, a, a big store, both mainstream and alternative. The owner, Rory Root. I don't know if it's one of the oldest comic book shops in the country, but it's certainly one of. Again, you know Berkeley being a huge college town, definitely that was, was a it, chance to.
0: Or were they? I don't know if you know or not, but was it like a f- were they focused on a lot of indie stuff too? Because I know the alt it's press, a big shop. But apparently, it's one of came those from that area, didn't
3: it? It's one of the yes, that's absolutely San Francisco. All the independent comics and stuff. He was an early adopter of those, a big proponent of, of the underground movement, but also of independent comics when small publishers come up. And apparently, it's the style of shop where it's like really overstuffed with comics. You know, floor to ceiling. Really, I mean, it was really busy. And in the sense of there's a lot of stock, there's a lot of choice. And uh, I think he was, well, what I've been reading in the press this week has been a lot of, you know, that he was a fan of superheroes, he was a fan of horror, he was a fan of everything, you know, at, of all kinds of genres and and really got to know his customers. And not just on a local basis, but, you know, if he knew somebody, he'd recognize people from, you know, going to Comic-Con every year and saying, oh, I said, hey, I saw, saw this book this year and
4: set it aside and, they're in another room. So I was going to say, it's, it's
0: it. really hard to uh, give a memorial
4: while uh, we have a... Well, I, actually, a lot of that's just not coming through the headphones. Oh, okay. Of that's sharing. good. Okay. And, and I'd rather they'd be distracted.
3: Okay. So um, so it, it's apparently been, you know, it's a couple of days of people putting a lot of uh, tributes online and it's very sudden and... and um,
0: well, it's a shame. It I is, mean, an, it is a
3: shame. and But he was also one of the guys that really started getting the comic book store owners together and which we've now seen things like the Comic Book Industry Alliance uh, is a, it, an online group, and I'm sure it existed before that, uh, before the web was really big, you know, getting getting retailers to talk to each other and help share. And then it's, it's also translated into the Comics Pro organization, which the store owner of Elusive Comics and Games, Anna Warren.
1: Where we're broadcasting uh, where we're, from where we're today. we're
3: broadcasting from, Elusive Comics Games 2725, Community Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara. Uh, she's a member of, of Comics Pro. That's been a recent organi- a recent formation of an organization. But really, I think, helping the industry where – Retailers are trying are trying to you know open dialogue with the creators and make things easier for creators to all put right. their books out and, and easier for the retailers to sell the books and get them in the hands of the
4: readers. And what was the name of
0: Roy Roy's store again? Comic Relief. Comic Relief in Berkeley. In Berkeley, yeah. Interesting. So uh, we uh, send any uh, condolences there, or do we know what? Uh, uh, I don't know. Hmm. I
3: don't. Well, I mean, if you're a fan of the shop, definitely certainly go worth buy checking and... it up and, and checking out and, and seeing. Excellent. And I, it is a store. I just don't get up to Berkeley, but I've heard good things about that store for years. And so now it's almost I feel like we should take a little pilgrimage.
4: Is <laughs> it the one right in downtown?
0: <laughs> I believe so.
4: Oh, I think I believe been, so. It's a beautiful store. All w- wood floors and walls. Very That got through. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it did. So. Well,
0: it's a shame. Well, you know. Yeah lost another good uh, comic pioneer. Mhm. And uh, thank you for all your service. Absolutely. Root. Uh so let's get to
3: uh, on a lighter note the things that are going on in co- the comics industry today moving forward that it was uh, announced that Kerry Bates a guy who was uh, a writer for DC in the from the from the early 70s. I don't know if he started at 16 in the 60s or not. I believe he was like at age 15 he uh, was a published cover idea guy <coughs> you know julius schwartz used to take wait cover- a minute, wait a minute no this is weird he julius schwartz the editor at dc would take ideas for covers have the covers drawn and then give them to writers and say you have to uh, now do a story that matches well, the this. covers are
4: always I mean especially for flash yeah. those covers were always an abstraction of the storyline they, yeah. the, they were a little more intriguing than actually what the story was well it's because
3: the covers were done first and then the storyline would be assigned like yeah. you know, you'd have to write this and uh, so at 15, uh, which I don't think beats – I think Jim Shooter started actually writing the Legion oh, Superheroes
0: at 13. But imagine a time. When you comic that, book companies would just hire some plucky teenager this, off the street. Well, they didn't
3: know. When Jim Shooter sent in scripts, they didn't know he was 13 oh, originally. Okay. Was like, and they invited him to the offices after they'd published like two or three and <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, he was taller than any of us even then. Isn't but, he a
0: monster of a man? Isn't he like six guy. eight or something like that? It's, Something like okay. that. Okay,
3: uh, and so Carrie Bates. I'm was, Jim
0: Shooter. Okay. okay. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs>
3: uh, so uh, Carrie Bates has suggested a cover idea. He got paid, and apparently. You know, so he was very young, but he wrote the Flash almost, I think, almost to the to, up to Crisis on Infinite
0: Earths. Was he writing when <clears throat> Carmine Infantino was doing yeah, most I think a, a
3: couple of crossover uh, crossover Interesting. things? He, and he wrote some some Superboy stories, and, hey, he wrote all over the DC universe. He was all over there, and then he went into television. He would actually worked on the Superboy anime, uh, not animated series, Superboy live those action series, the syndicated one. Interesting. Uh, done a couple of films, and those he, weren't
0: good. Actually, some of them really okay. were.
3: Did you watch any?
0: I did, but then didn't they switch Lex Luthor like in the second yeah. season? And I was kind of like, what happened? So. Yeah, because
3: they realized they'd totally miscalculated. They'd, they'd had a really, they had a really bad actor playing Lex ah, Luthor in the okay. first first season. They changed him and they aged him, mm-hmm. and they and and they'd also recast a Superboy. So, and actually, if you watch those later episodes, which we can't because of the Superboy lawsuit, they're not going to release on DVD anytime soon.
0: Look for a bootleg. They're, they're
3: actually a lot more like. The comic books than the first season, which was trying to make it like what if Superboy were, you know, in the real world until they created the young Dracula villain, and you had Lex Luthor, and then and then in the second season and beyond, they they started putting in things like Bizarro and mixed with and just really you know playing around with it. So it, it was a lot more fun. It was a lot more fun. So he wrote later. that, Cary Yates So he was a uh, Cary Bates. 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 he Bates, was whatever. a. That's all right, Mister. Was it? Juan, keep going. Juan keep going. Lopez. Juan Lopez. Keep it moving. Okay. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. Is this awkward? I, I did it on purpose.
3: Let's okay. go. Let's move. So, uh, anyway, he's been out of the comics industry for almost 20 years, and so he's coming back. He's coming back to Marvel, which is kind of odd. He's writing a series called True Believer with art by Paul Glacey. Is it a, True a, is it a Stan Lee True biography Stan Lee. comic?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: and what it is is... A, is uh, it really? No, what it's about is um, the people that are basically doing, like, the smoking gun in the Marvel universe... Exposing the uh, the cover-ups and the same like doing, a TMZ yeah, type doing like thing, like what what the TMZ thing would be in. Didn't the, we
0: already have that with like Frontline? I mean, isn't that kind of what Frontline's all about?
3: Well, Frontline's still a newspaper and still yeah. really uh, the Frontline series have have been more like you know this from the point of view of the ordinary person. I thought it was and from, the, from the reporter. Yeah, but the reporter the, is the, the lead. Re- the lead story always is. But Frontline usually has two or three stories. Mm-hmm. And so it's like there is always a story following what's going on in the paper called Frontline. But I
0: thought they were always trying to uncover some juicy gossip that was going on, and well, they're trying to do good they're reporting. Trying to
3: get on with life, you know, they're moving. Yeah, down. Okay. Yeah. All right. yeah. And it's only a five-issue mini series, but it's still interesting that he came back and he was going out of the Marvel side, and then he, he gave an interview where he said he's going to be doing something big for DC. But I think right now, uh, with all the Final Crisis stuff, you know, all those plans are long in place. Even now, speaking of Jim Shooter, he's apparently been cut short on his Legion of Superheroes run. I'm Jim Shooter because of the Legion because of the Final Crisis because you've got that crisis on or the what is it Legion of Three Legion Worlds Legion of Three Worlds yeah. Legion of Three Worlds coming up. Jeff Johns stepping in, and going boom, taking Jim Shooter out. And uh, no, I'm not going to let you besmirch my my notebook. No, no,
0: I need to make a note.
4: Oh, well, okay. right right. on your hands. Remember what I said about if we could do this without any edits?
0: I was trying to make him not stop. All right.
4: Uh, So
3: so there's that. Terry Moore, who we sat next to at Supercon and didn't realize this was happening. Terry Moore is relaunching The Runaways.
4: Has Joss Whedon finished that and I somehow missed that? I don't think so. I think there's still the end of that storyline where they're back in time and –
3: Okay, so I think this is gonna be yeah one of those things where they they're just gonna l- let that happen, <laughs> get finish up, and then <laughs>
4: the mysteriously and
3: back then the relaunch the Runaways from number one. It's a major you know relaunch with uh, it's uh, Terry Moore writing and Humberto Ramos is the artist. Humberto. Humberto, did I pronounce it correctly?
0: Yes. Anyways, yeah. they're gonna be doing the
3: Runaways. They're gonna be doing uh, yeah. I'm not sure if it's actually the Runaways or not, but. Uh, and I'm not saying that to be a stickler. I really am not sure if, that's, if they're titling it that to say, here's the number one, it's the Runaways. And that's more of a super team than just, oh, they're Runaways. Uh, so, I mean,
2: it's kind so have be...
4: uniforms with TR on them or something. <laughs> Just figure running.
2: Out. Team Runaway! All I know is, is
0: it's more, uh, it's less depressing to read about the Runaways than just Runaways. Mm-hmm. Kind of depressing. Kind of brings you down. <laughs> okay, well that's all right. Terry Moore, by the way, fantastic human being. Absolutely great. To sit next to him. Wonderful guy.
3: Enjoyed talking with him. Too bad we didn't actually interview him. We just had fun. We didn't want to bother him. We
0: watched his booth for him. Yeah. When we were like con buddy, like we were like yeah. booth brothers. He went to, <laughs> you know? to the talker. You guys could
4: interview each other about him. We could, we,
0: we could.
1: Yeah, he was a
0: gentleman. Didn't he? He struck you very peaceful. Very, very peaceful. He spilled his Dr Pepper. I had a napkin. Helped him clean it up.
1: Oh, well, great. Yeah, I was
0: there for. He Did called you? me a boy scout.
4: Wow! Oh, this yeah. is where I insert the sound of the crickets. Yeah, <laughs> I told
2: you there'd be some rough patches.
4: <laughs>
3: so yeah, I don't know what you were thinking, Rick. Uh, so let's talk about. Uh, well, we're talking about SuperCon. There we are. We just last weekend in San Jose, we had SuperCon. Two days, they were super uh, at the uh, San Jose Convention Center.
0: Uh, it had some fun. Can we? Can I say this? I okay. As as it is, what it was. I thought it was okay in the sense that – and that we kind of had this conversation there. was like it, it brought it back to the core of what a real comic convention, a comic book convention I should say, was all about. There were a lot of like independent artists there, some you know big names too. Mm-hmm. Where Frank Cho was there, Adam just Hughes sit, was there, sitting at a table, drawing, talking, meeting and greeting fans. And like, mm-hmm. you know, when I went to my first con, that's what it was all about. It was like, oh my god, I could get an autograph from so and so, or I can get somebody to draw me a picture, and you know, just bringing bringing it back to the basics of a real comic convention, now, as opposed
4: to the media circuses, that right? And I think there.
0: that's what a lot of people were expecting. They were expecting a WonderCon-type event. Well,
3: I mean, too, with the coverage, the media coverage that so like a Comic-Con or WonderCon does get on a local station, you see it as this big, oh, it is a circus, and they see that on TV, mm-hmm. and they go, oh, we're going to have this. And there's not. There's a little sign out front with Spider-Man, really low. It says SuperCon, right. this way. It is
2: isn't a tent, though. It is in a tent. <laughs> That's, That's true. true.
4: And I imagine it wasn't very expensive to get in again. It was, actually. It was $20? Really? they raised the price.
3: Okay, see, we had a confirmation on that. Then we—I I, like I couldn't remember what it was last year.
0: year. Fifteen were pre-sales, so this uh, year maybe uh, if you bought them in advance. Yeah, and I think
3: that was one of the one of the problems. The economy is clearly, well, it's not good, and it's and it's affecting whether people are going to decide you're going to spend fifteen dollars
0: to walk around and see people that maybe you know, maybe and that you know. you'd have to pay an additional twenty dollars yes. to get their autograph, or um, yeah. Pass, thank you. Yeah.
3: yeah, I mean that's expensive, and that's I not... really
0: wanted to get an autograph from John Wesley Shipp, the actor who played the Flash on
3: the television. But shows, yeah. just
0: for him to put his signature on my DVD case that you it, had already bought once, that I already bought once, would have cost me another twenty dollars. And I was like, Yeah, I'll just pretend. And he you signed didn't pay it. that to get in. Well, how much did you pay for a table? Well, um, I really, I can't discuss finances okay, on but the air, it, but, I'm but sorry. it was expensive. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, normal it, table I think is like two hundred dollars or something so. like that. But.
2: Can I discuss my beef with uh, we finances? Had, we and had leaves. an
0: abnormal table. Yeah, go ahead.
2: So, uh, I read Will Wheaton's blog. Will Wheaton of uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. So he was there when I arrived. He was speaking, and I thought, you know what? I, I'm going to read his book. I'll go over and, uh, and, and meet the guy. He'll sign it. I'll buy his book, which I did. Book cost me thirty bucks. Okay, so I could have gone to Amazon, gotten his book, but you know. Nice to give Will Wheaton the money instead. Sure, he overcharged me by five bucks. You open the book; it says the price is twenty five dollars. Come on, Will. <laughs> Maybe the autograph. It
3: was five dollars for the autograph.
2: Suck it, Will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying not only full price. I got to tip you too. Well, all of a sudden, he went from a charming guy <laughs> to <laughs> to, to really kill weird. Wesley Crusher. Damn it. <laughs> Bastard. What I really thought was no. I mean,
3: that was probably my dis- the greatest discovery of the weekend was uh, he. He clearly at this panel, people were really excited to be hearing from him. So Will Wheaton, wow, I, who who knew? Who knew? And that you liked him so much, and you sent me this the link to his blog about reviewing Star Trek: The Next Generation episodes. Very entertaining. Couple of hours he, I should have spent correcting papers, but still, he uh, he
2: reviews uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation episodes. He's currently on season one somewhere. And it, the season one is so horrible that the uh, reviews are quite hilarious. You can go to a, uh, willwheaton.net for his blog. That's his regular blog. And then tvsquad.com has his. Uh, yeah, he's review. a big gamer, too. He, he is a big gamer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So one of the questions was, you know, what do you think about D&D book four? Or is it the fourth, edition. Fourth, edition fourth edition. Fourth edition coming out. What do so you he, think? He was a skeptical. Uh, he was a, He's a book three or version three guy. Yeah. So.
0: Well, apparently he's got like a second career on the internet. He's Mister yeah, Blogger. Yeah. So internet I mean, so oh, seven books too. Yeah, and so. you, then you and
3: Clay from we Law had an interview life, with interview him, him yeah. so that's good.
0: That'll be coming um, out in a couple weeks. You know, Hurley,
3: Jorge Garcia was there, but Jorge Did looked look just too excited just hot to be there. Bored, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and I think the thing with with SuperCon, as opposed to things like WonderCon and Comic-Con, is that it was really what they had was a one day was walking around for one day. Yeah. And really fact, a couple of good hours. And, in fact, many of the panels even, you know, were repeated the next day. So there was nothing that, like, would, you had to go on Sunday or you had to go on Saturday to see so-and-so or, or to get something, to have something happen. Except for the costume contest. It was nice. They had a contest? They
0: had a, contu- they had a pretty good yeah, I don't really want to call it a contest. Well, they had a
3: masquerade. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I they had don't
0: really a know of, if we should call it that. It was just kind of was, like six people in costumes. There were more than six. They All were, right. There were like
3: ten or twelve. There was a good Rorschach. Oh, okay. It was a really good punisher. Okay, uh, Jane Weedland hosted There's a couple
2: plushies meeting for a yeah. She said, break. you
3: know, you you still owe her twenty bucks, and uh, and she gave us cake on Sunday, so that was kind of she cool. did.
4: Did she really remember? I her ate 20 Jane Weedland's cake. You no, know, yeah. I was I was ashamed to approach her. Did she say where's the good looking guy?
0: No, yes, and then he right pointed to me.
4: To me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yes. yes, no, that Shh. didn't okay. happen. Okay. Uh, but you're she right.
3: did. She 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 brought a birthday cake for herself, and she served it to anybody that would come up and wish her a happy birthday. Oh, so nice. we got cake. For you, you know, she's a sweetheart. She you was know, great.
0: My highlight of the con. You
2: really should pay her back. I twenty her her twenty bucks. <laughs> Absolutely, she needs
0: it. Uh, my highlight of the con was uh, we got to meet uh, our special number one fan. Stephanie Rodriguez, if she's listening. Oh, was she there? She was there. Oh, it was awesome to meet one of our fans in person. With thank you. With mixed emotions,
3: I did, in fact, introduce her to Lon Lopez. What? Yeah, why so did, anyway. Why mixed my emotions?
2: highlight was a uh, chubby guy in a scarlet spider costume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweaty spider. Thank,
3: I got to thank, uh, because of my computer crash. I got to thank uh, Clay, Robeson, and, and Lon Lopez at Com for letting me steal all the photos that eventually, when I get, have time to get things posted this week... Uh, I will be putting up, up on Fanboy Planet. On 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 the Is planet. there
2: a photo of the Scarlet
1: Spider?
3: Being killed by the alien. <laughs> so. Yes, we've got Very a nice. couple of those, yeah. Uh, we did, in the, in the last podcast episode, we mentioned that something we hadn't realized, and at least you might be excited, that Mark Wade was one of the people that canceled out at Supercon, but he's also got canceled out of a DC book and he's being replaced, uh, or I'm sure he just he told all the stories he wanted to tell, uh, for Brave and the Bold. Mm. And do you know who's replacing him on Brave and the Bold? I have no idea. J. Michael Straczynski. Wow. Which I think is a perfect fit for somebody that people get a little, you know, cheesed off about
4: sometimes. To make Batman have his l- superpowers based no, on, a no, magic no. On, a, on a
0: magic bat? No, he's yeah. going to say that uh, Supergirl had an affair with Darkseid and had illegitimate children.
3: Yeah. Oh, I think that was actually done in Supergirl's book.
2: But that what? book is out of continuity, so it's okay. Yeah, oh. so exactly
3: my point is the Brave and the Bold definitely has its own. It was a moment of her continuity That's and he's why. definitely and he's already said he's going to do an in- Inferior 5 and Legion of Substitute Heroes crossover. I'm totally down for Inferior 5. I knew five. you would be. I knew you would so be. So
1: that, I had I thought uh, it was worth it. You know what else they could it.
4: they could do a like a double book, right? Here's yes. here's my dream team. Inferior 5, Angel and the Ape. I'd awesome. They were
3: tied together. You can
2: by uh, Phil you can Foglio. scratch that title from my pull list, thanks. <laughs> it,
4: it, it, it was
3: uh, tied together by Phil Foglio. They said that Dumb Bunny and Angel were, were sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that little bit of mid nineties continuity brought to you by the old guys. And nineties? Uh, oh. It's
4: like seventies.
3: Oh no, no, no. no. Foglio, the Phil Foglio, Foglio yeah. He's senile. Mid-90s. Right, right, right. No, no, I'm no, no, right. He's right. He's right. right. We're both right. You're right. senile. We're both right. That was sixties. Yeah, yeah, and we were young. Very young. Um,
0: is Brave and the Bold still um, doing that good? I haven't really kept up on it. Is it been all right still? or Negative. It's been
4: very
3: good. I don't think the sales have been very good. I think good. it's been a
4: consistent book.
0: Mm-hmm, okay.
3: Yeah. I mean, you're going from George Perez to Jerry Ordway, probably the, the best art transition you could have if you had to lose George Perez. It's fun, but it definitely has been written for those. George Perez died? No. No. So, no, he just left. Someone Let's not start rumors. Uh, but it, it's definitely... You know, it's definitely a book for those who really like poking around in the in the weird, obscure corners of the DC universe. I mean, they had a Silent Night crossover with Superman. Who remembered the Silent Night except Mark Wade and us? I
2: was reading. And something, by us, I mean Rick and myself. <laughs> yes, and it was, by us, it was, you was, mean fifty percent of the podcast
0: team. <laughs> yes, I was reading something where I think it was Wade, or was it Wade or JMS talking about how? No, I think it was Wade. How Wade wanted to do things with all these like mainstream characters, and he was having a problem with. Oh, we this character's in flux with the, you know, whole yeah. universe thing and so we don't really know the status quo on that and this character's going to ma- So I, I was, you know, I think I read it was like news around or something they were saying he was just kind of frustrated and didn't uh, know what to do. Uh,
3: but I uh, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, it it is as we are approaching the
0: scene. And then he kept he kept going, "Firestorm's a black guy now?" you know, and this is kind of stuff like that. <laughs> like he didn't know what the no, that was you. Oh, right. And it was <laughs> yeah. me. So yeah. So I mean, it was just confusion. How do you write a you know, an anthology is it an anthology? I guess technically, or
4: no, no, it's just, a, it's, just it's a, a, cont- a storyline. I Continuing. mean, and,
3: and the one thing that you had tied together, which I thought was just was clever, was it was challenges of the unknown, and who puts the challenges of the unknown as I would as the anchor? I know you would. I know, and and it, and it was fun.
0: Well, right there, you answered your own question. It's unknown. Your books don't sell. Rick. I know they don't. <laughs> well,
2: the, I don't do write. them to sell. I did one that's sold really well, that
3: you know, we again we're starting to talk about last week was Batman R.I.P. This, uh, this
2: yes, man. we discussed that last week, but Lon deleted that podcast, so let's <laughs> no, discuss it Well, again. that no, podcast
0: cheap. is R.I.P.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, you wish. Uh, so, no, the ghost of that will haunt you for weeks, no, if over. not years.
0: Now, do we call it R.I.P., or is it supposed to be Batman Rest in Peace? I it think it's called R.I.P. It says
3: R.I.P. i
4: Rip. Yeah, it says R.I.P. Do you know. call S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, strategic... Uh, Sometimes. Yeah.
0: When I have the time to say yeah, the if whole you can thing. Get past <laughs> <laughs>
4: because
1: Earth
0: I'll tell Earth you, dude, if you area. can
3: tell me what Shield stands for, you out Zorlac me in the Marvel well, wait. Universe. I
0: remember the old version. Supreme Headquarters International Espionage right. Law Enforcement Division. Very good. That was the first you one. Go, girlfriend. But they changed it and I don't know why. Why did they change the It was in the Iron Man movie? Yeah, oh, the yeah. new one. The new one's in the army. It's like strategic homeland initiative. That's right. for aerodynamics and <laughs> that sounds I don't like know. Shod. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, shadow.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous now. But uh, the
0: old version was okay.
4: Agent of Sade. <laughs> Agent of Sade.
3: <Shardé. laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's great. He's a smooth
4: operator.
2: Okay, that's uh, you don't have the rights.
0: Yeah, we can't sing more than thirty Ooh. seconds of that song. So. I wasn't gonna sing. Thir-
3: coast to coast, LA from Chicago. Okay, uh, okay you're gonna edit that, right? No, I'm no, totally not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, back to Batman. RIP. Yes. Before the moron. What did we decide last week? We were a little freaked
2: out by it. We, we, we decided. Neither of us knew what happened in the last two pages. Yeah. It looked really cool and creepy.
3: Perhaps one of the creepiest Joker sequences ever committed to the page, and we're still not sure what was actually going
2: on. So Grant Morrison. So Grant Morrison. And we decided that we really hated that it was a 19-part Storyline yeah, allegedly I,
4: nineteen parts?
2: nineteen parts. So it has a my checklist.
4: Assumption: on How it, many books is it running through?
2: Nineteen. All <laughs> of the
3: Bat books, which my assumption <laughs> there, had been, there are nineteen not Bat books. baby. Nineteen no. total issues. Okay. T- I, to my assumption the story. had been that it was Batman because Grant Morris. It was Grant Morrison's story that was just going to go through the Batman book. The actual title. Batman, Detective, that's Phil, that's Paul Daney's, that's good. No, it is crossing over with Detective, it is crossing oh over God. with Nightwing, it is crossing over with At
2: $3 a book, that's well over $20, my friend. In the midst, <laughs> well, well, over, well over, $20. over $20.
3: He's not good on the math. That's going to measure some pharmaceuticals. Huh? But, uh,
2: <laughs> Want some ginseng?
3: But also in the midst of the final crisis, when you know that whatever happens in Batman R.I.P., I shouldn't say No. We suspect that whatever happens in there is going to be is going to be affecting Final Crisis. It's like one of the, it's It'll like-
4: be synopsized. This is just down to where I, this is. I was just starting to warm up to the idea of buying Batman again because I've I've been very sparse lately. Come on, Rick, you know Rick, what you killed Batman it- for me was all those. The Death of Gotham City mm-hmm. books and the imprisonment of Bruce Wayne books, and I just said ah, this is too much. By the for way, one, those technically that's uh, No Man's Land and Bruce Wayne.
3: <laughs> like colon, I don't remember those <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right,
2: uh, right. Bruce Wayne. Wow, he swore off comics a long time ago because yeah, I've been didn't. reading. The
3: death to, like, of Gotham City was it was a storyline in the forties. Uh, <laughs> <That's>
4: exactly. <laughs> you knew
3: what I was talking about.
0: I did. Sure. He whatever. translated
3: it. Yeah. Yeah, you were gone for the table. So. It, Anything, but, I mean, anything those, that, could, those, that was those, actually novelized by Greg Rucka.
4: Those giant events around one guy, around one storyline that really should be told in five, six issues. Sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, I, I agree. And that's it's a frustration. It's like I will buy the Grant Morrison Batman title and go, I'm not going to understand it any better if I did have all the other pieces of the puzzle. And I'm going to be really bitter if I break down and buy Nightwing where in just one panel he goes – Yeah, I I hope Bruce is okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a lot on his mind right now. Totally, that's (laughs) actually what's going to happen. You know, uh, and that's true because I've read crossovers where that's essentially yeah, and it it doesn't please me. Bruce is out of
2: town, so I've got to
3: watch
4: Gotham City
3: (laughs) to see why Bruce is out of town. Read We're not gonna tell issues. you which issue to go look at. Just run to your local store and buy everything with a bat on the cover. I have
4: to say nineteen issues is a very slow death if this is RIP. But I don't think Flat. it's
2: a I don't think it's a death. It's
4: gonna happen on the last episode. <laughs> Yeah,
0: okay. is or. it sort of like if,
2: if he we, doesn't die, I want my money back. It says <laughs> Batman R
0: I P, it, but it also said Bruce Wayne murderer, and he wasn't a murderer. It was a
2: question mark at the end of murderer, oh, my friend. Well,
0: uh-huh. no man's land. There were men. There. I know. to find out that R I
2: P doesn't stand for rest in peace. It's funny how <laughs> it, alpha male rest in <laughs> Providence. Funny how
4: alpha male goods and gets were in Batman territory. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're
2: not talking about you know the challenges of the unknown. I actually know something <laughs> about <laughs> Batman.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he. And even remembers some of it. I dabble. I so, <laughs> dabble. So there we go. That's it. Um, we've got this weekend, of course, BayCon. There's not a lot of comments. BayCon! Although
1: we're
3: there as comic book... Rep- we are representing the comic book industry. We are. We are. It's kind of we sad. We are. We're Bacon. listed
4: in the schedule. Uh-huh.
3: We are. We are. We, we are?
2: are? Hello.
4: Hey, don't step on my line, okay? Oh, I'm
3: coming to. Okay.
4: But really, we are? All of us, yeah.
3: Uh, all of us are, as yep. the Fanboy Planet podcast, Sunday yep. at 2.30.
4: In the Fanzine Lounge.
3: Sunday! In oh, the Fanzine crap. Lounge. You know what that means? We're going to have Garcia on the see. panel. We get, J- shock it. We, can we get Jason Shocket. But I think we're going to
4: set up another if, – if you guys can make it there, I want to set up out in the hallway again and just, like, grab people. I from think the it's mind. better. I
3: think being in the fanzine – well, it depends. I mean, the fanzine lounge is very comfortable. There's often a lot of M&Ms there. Yeah. Uh, and, and wait, the, and the chairs we're doing are the comfy. podcast
4: in
0: the fanzine lounge? That's where
3: we're scheduled right now.
0: So it's not going to be, like, in a hotel room like the last
3: time? Well, I think what we're going we're to try to uh, –
4: Last time we were at BayCon – Oh, wait. We did – we didn't do a podcast. Oh no! Yes, we did. Yeah, we, did. we had. We, a did. we in a little. We, did, we were yeah, we we in kind of a hotel a room.
0: room. You guys we rented right. a room. Well, they sort they
4: break of, these. Yeah. They take all the furniture out of some of the hotel rooms and turn them into panel rooms. No,
0: no anyway. but we were actually in a so conference in, room. Or something. So We were in a little conference room, yeah.
4: and we had uh, and we had an audience. It was She's nice. saying this
0: time <laughs> we're going to be in somebody's like living room doing
3: no, it. No, no, I think the fancy lounge is big enough that people do gather in there. So if they know, I think we'll I think we'll get some
0: people. hanging We'll see what goes on. Yeah. There'll Uh, there'll be people in there. They're just going to get their sodas and their snacks. No, 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 no. no, 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 That's not not the fanzine lounge.
3: You think of the hospitality lounge. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. The fanzine lounge is basically Chris Garcia's domain. So, Chris
0: Garcia's room, you mean?
2: No. So, you're doing a podcast from underneath a bridge? (laughs)
0: I was I was confused when I go the to BayCon Look, you know what? Just show up. I'll just
3: show up. and show see. Up, just be there me when you get there. I'll tell you where to go. You'll sit there and you'll behave like a good Pez
0: man. I hope.
3: Okay. Uh, and then uh, you're I'm, on a couple other panels I am too. On a, I'm on I'm on three panels. I'm doing something about being an editor. I think I get to talk about the pain of editing Chris Garcia, and I am doing something about web comics. Right. I'm, I'm moderating that. So, like, I don't have to actually know anything about them. And you just say, um,
4: you shut up, you talk.
3: And I think there's something about small publishing. So, I think, you know, the understanding about the catastrophic comics. Uh, when munchkins
4: line, publish. When, <laughs>
3: indeed.
2: No one publishes fewer comics than you, Derek. That's not true.
0: Well, I was going to say. Uh, that. The
2: first issue is coming out next month. Oh,
3: okay. I've actually... Uh, I hate I hate to, I hate yeah, to break it too Will just, you let me belittle you for once? i I might be actually succeeding at something, so why don't you just Well, you're I, definitely
0: publishing more than he is. Well, right?
3: that's true. But okay. just a lot of verbs I could use that I'm doing more than. Oh okay.
0: So <laughs>
3: anyway. Uh so it's gonna be big. And then uh Saturday night I'm the Carl Castle for the um wait, wait, don't tell me sci fi version uh during the masquerade. That should so, be fun. I hope so. I, I forgot, have to tell you. Oh. I forgot I was Carl Castle. I thought it was going to be one of the pundits, and I was like, oh, "Who the hell is it. Carl
1: Castle?" I have to explain something. It's something to you. that only Rick and I
3: off no. air, off air. Okay, to explain something to you about. Oh. oh, now the audience is titillated. Yes, take a note. Okay, so uh, we've got that coming up, and of course, this weekend also a big movie is opening up. And as we can move to what our movie
4: What movie section,
3: could that be? This well, it'll, actually, it'll, no matter when you get this up, it'll have open, right? Man with
4: a hat. Man with a hat. hat.
3: Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull opens. Never heard of it. Thursday. which I thought it was Indiana Jones and the
0: Chronicles of Narnia. That was another good movie. Oh, uh, okay. Prince Caspian. One. Yeah. Prince Jones. Because I'd watch that movie. Well,
3: absolutely, though. That's definitely one of the goals of the film. We had a review
0: of that movie. I think it was. Oh, it was on oh, last, last week's. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Nice,
3: nice going. Okay, you know, now you're now you're embracing it. That's the way to handle it. That's mm-hmm. right. Why are you hitting yourself, Lon? I'm not. So <laughs> let's
2: delete this week's. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: ah, Rick's first nightmare. So anyway, yes. So, Indiana Jones, The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, uh, I saw it Who's last night. Who's seen it? I saw it. Oh,
0: none of us. And I will
3: just say I, that I really ahead, enjoyed brag, it. Derek. I, no, I'm not right. And I am sorry, because they, they've they really cracked down this year. They're not letting me bring in guests to a lot of the screenings, and it's really oh, frustrating well, to me. Well, you
0: get to bring guests a baby mama, but no king, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Not Fat Mama? What?
3: <laughs> oh, she's going to be at a convention soon. Fat Mama. Fat Mama. She's going to be at SACCON. At <laughs> in Sacramento on June 9th
0: we don't need to know anyways uh, yeah you do it's Crystal a Skull convention.
3: Crystal Skull really liked it uh, I was kind of surprised I actually I'm going to go and say that it was uh, better than the t- other two sequels nothing's going okay. to operate as a Lost Ark but it was definitely my second favorite so really favorite.
2: Karen Allen does it
3: no, I'm not going to say that. I, I do think it has some flaws. And one of them is that I oh, think, the
2: Karen Allen Indiana Jones. I think I'm that Karen
3: Allen su- suffers, uh, the character suffers from wooden puppet syndrome and that she could have been replaced by a wooden puppet with one expression and you wouldn't have known any different.
0: Well, it's all the Botox, these old, you know... Well, and that, and that used, is a problem.
3: So. That it, you know, I, I'm not so positive that well, Was it a lot of this?
0: Indy, look out!
3: Was that the whole movie? No. Oh, okay. No. Uh, Indy behind but you. But they definitely updated to the fifties, and you know, he said he was borrowing a lot from sci-fi. But I really felt it was like a really big, heavy borrowing from Marvel Comics. Is it fifty-seven
4: the, or fifty-nine?
3: Fifty-seven. Okay, 957 so Did they, make, they
4: have Jarrettall
0: back then? Because they
3: make a point at the in at very beginning that it's it is ten years after Roswell. Like okay. the first minute, they they make that so. And well, was, there's another plot point I didn't the, know. What, Thanks for ruining it, it for Everybody knows that. Me. Great. Uh, one of the great things about it was that, at least of the trailer that I had seen, everything that was in that trailer was from like the first 10, 15 minutes. So it really was a lot Sweet. of surprises. So there's throughout. a lot of so, movie we haven't cool. seen yet. Huh? And I, I really I like that. I appreciate that kind of restraint uh, in awesome. marketing.
0: <laughs> uh, was, Can I ask, is there a shirtless Shia LaBeouf in it?
3: He is not shirtless at any it. point. Damn it. But he did very well. There was a moment in there where I just went, oh, wow. I would never have pegged that Shia LaBeouf is going to become a believable action and star. And what's the
4: character's name? Mutt. No, no, no. What's the character's name? Mutt. But he's going to change
2: it to Indiana can't, Jones. just
4: can't process that.
3: <laughs> we named the dog Mutt. Mutt Williams. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Get that? Yes. Okay. Ooh. Thank you. They don't really go there, do
0: they? Wait, I don't want to know. I don't want to yeah, know. Okay. I, spoiler. La, 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 spoiler free. No,
3: it's just you know some of the I should say some of most of the speculation online about what what little things were going on, you know, it's fairly accurate. So, but it, it was a, it was a heck of a lot of fun. So, uh, back to uh, things that 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 Rick really oh, was. Okay. Hey, Rick, remember how that that sci-fi TV series uh, Flash, Flash Flash Gordon ended on a cliff oh! on a cliffhanger. <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> I know. Stop watching. Oh, so, yeah. It ended really, really? on a big cliffhanger for me. Yeah. We're, really? Because the cliffhanger was, is this show ever going to actually get interesting? Yeah. And uh, apparently- it, I
4: ended right after the Hawkmen is what I ended. Uh, that's
3: the, I think that's the, the last Hawkmen. one I watched. Man. Which was we,
4: about five episodes too I, late. I, I, I believe it's-
3: and, and, and that was only four episodes in. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, uh, Neil H. Moritz, the guy that uh, produced the Fast and the Furious series- Fast!
2: Uh, oh, boy.
1: Furious! furious.
3: Is going to produce uh, a big screen version of Flash Gordon. We could
1: do
4: the whole podcast this way. <laughs> with with
1: Brick Eisner.
3: No, you're not yeah, with me. Not as <laughs> directing. Not as, not as good. Oral. Not as funny. I tried. <laughs> Oh, well. Anyway, there's going to be a, a big screen Flash Gordon movie. And I really – I just saw I saw like a blog comment that said, well, apparently the series ended on a cliffhanger. So this must be the continuation. Oh, and I, and I really – I was like desperately checking every side I could. The was going, please, God, confirm that this
0: is
4: wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and
3: so – uh, thankfully, no. It's going to start from scratch. At least they're
4: going to ruin the, their own whole new way. They should go back to the Alex Raymond designs. They should do it entirely. i set it in the do 30s. Do an entire period piece kind of thing. If anything, yeah. no, absolutely. I had an interesting idea. With the whole phallic rocket ships and Dale Arden and Silk. and. Well, I know. think if
0: anything, they're going to do another Flash movie. They're going to try and just redo the 80s one that was, you know, I, I do think that's, that's probably... But me. I had a great idea with that. And then I noticed also that because of its producers, it might be true i don't know okay tell me tell me what you think of this do you think this could work okay remember how sam j jones was kind of goofy and you know whatever the jock matthew mcconaughey is flash gordon now the reason i say that because the producer Because you hate me you want me to hurt in my heart no because the producer was the same guy who did sahara I believe. The director is the same guy. That okay, was the sort of yes. so, so I was like, like sitting there going, Michael I
3: could, Eisner's son.
0: I get okay. I like McConaughey. He hasn't been in a lot of good stuff, but no,
3: you really just want to hurt my heart. No, but I just
0: think he could pull off that jockey, arrogant. He, pull it off. That is what he is. Right, but that's, that's what that's what the Sam J. Jones character He'd be was. Be a
2: much that. better Doc Savage. Maybe, maybe. you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
0: oh wow.
2: Derek just died a little inside. Derek is clutching Blast his chest for
3: me. right now. It's the big one. Oh, good Lord. All the but
0: stresses I mean, of my last month If you were gonna, couldn't
3: push me over the edge. You said Matthew McConaughey I know you're a weak weeks.
0: spot, boy. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Sanford and Son. Um, so, uh, no, I could just see McConaughey is bringing the fun back to that role Maybe pulling it off. That's just a suggestion.
4: That's all. I just have this visual image of you coming out of that shack and him rolling up in the truck. <laughs> 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 da, 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 da. Oh,
3: anyway. So, uh, thank you for that nightmare that I really didn't think that's where we were going to go. Sure. And now I'm just weeping inside. <laughs> what do we have next? I don't know. Lon took my notepad away. Uh, so, uh, <coughs> somewhere in there. Next up there. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, the other thing that came out was. And to me, it wasn't news because I just kind of made this assumption, but it was announced this week that Christian Bale had signed for all three of the next Terminator Mm -hmm. trilogy, uh, which I don't know if they're still calling that salvation or not. Uh, uh, But anyway, that that weird – where we're watching the television series. Right. They're going to do this weird movie version that's going to tie us – I don't know. But Christian Bale is John Connor. Some people think that gives it a lot of weight. Uh, yet I still believe McGee is involved, so some people think that that uh,
4: <laughs> dooms it. it. <laughs> it's sort of
3: this strange um, force. If, if an ultimate force for good and an ultimate force for suck come together... <laughs> I, that, don't McG's I don't think McGee. that I don't think you end bad. up with good
4: suck. Okay, I like
3: McG. You know, I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> I was going to let the audience just put it together on oh. their own. You know own. what?
0: A lot of people uh, said the same thing about like Sam Raimi when he was doing all the no, quirky Evil Dead movies. I never said no, that. I'm was not totally totally saying you. Totally no. great. But I'm just saying when when Sam Raimi started directing for the love of the game and Simple Plan or whatever, you know it's like you got to give a director some some leeway to grow. You know what I mean? You guys are already condemning McGee because of what Charlie's Angels two full yes. Throttle? Yes, uh, I would say that's a whole lifetime of condemnation. Isn't right, that, that enough?
3: Did you see that movie?
1: I saw the first one. He, I he the ruined first one the one Charlie
0: was, yeah, Angels did, property. Yeah, I was going to say. say the <laughs> did second you, one. No, did you see that movie? I've seen parts. But can't you really blame that on the screenwriter and the producer? And It's not all McGee. What do we even. have next to talk about? His
2: name's McG. I liked
0: Fastlane. Anybody? All right. Uh, how do you say, Jake? Gyllenhaal? G- G- Hall. Gyllenhaal. It's Gyllenhaal, Hall, people.
3: You say Maggie. He's a close friend of mine. I okay? say Maggie's brother. Mm-hmm. Uh Jake Gyllenhaal Hall has been signed for a high profile. Donnie Darko uh, too. Allegedly high profile. Oh. No, though, though there is going to be a Donnie Darko too. I read that. About Terrible. his sister and Darker. <laughs> Donnie Darker. <And laughs> uh, uh, at the end. Uh, anyway, uh, Prince of Persia, because mm. I really think of him as a Persian prince. Mm Based uh, on the video, long running video game franchises. Yeah. How many mm-hmm. games are there? I don't know. Two. It started back on long the running, Macintosh, I, I think. Four, Four. at least. Four. Okay, as many as Hitman, and they made that into a movie. I still can't An tell you awesome what the plot movie. Of that yeah. movie was, but awesome. <laughs> it could be
4: a lot of leaping and jumping and landing on spikes. And yes. Persians. <laughs> <laughs> and Persians. Well, there you Sword go. fights <laughs> with sabers. Well,
3: I mean, certainly. Are there going to be magic
0: p- carpets? I never played. T- well,
3: video it does tap into sort of the Aladdin idea, no doesn't it? Brand um, new game. Uh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're very okay.
0: musical tonight. We are.
3: Uh, so uh, we've got video game editor Michael Goodson here. Have you played Prince of Persia?
2: Yes. At en- least three of them.
3: Have you enjoyed Prince of Persia? Yes. Do you think that it was screaming for a film adaptation? No. Okay. Well, I, th- that's, that's, I understand and
4: Tetris has been optioned. <laughs>
0: Actually, it has. No! Did you read about that? No. Well, I guess... Are you you trying to hurt my heart again? I guess Fox (laughs) optioned or licensed some TV show game show where they do live human Tetris type thing. It's called like Hole in the Wall. Well, you know, that is funny ones. It's like watching... uh, Yeah, because there's like the internet. It's like watching most Extreme
3: Elimination Challenge in, 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 in... it's original
0: Japanese. So that
2: doesn't need to be a movie. That needs to be a YouTube video. Well, that's what it so. was. They're building
0: a show. Yeah. So, Rick, your prayers have been answered. So.
3: Okay, well, great. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, there was a Pac-Man series, and there wasn't a lot of plot development of that. That so. cartoon
0: was awesome. <laughs> Baby <laughs> Pac. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Uh, anywho. Uh, Prince of
2: Persia, good video game series. Uh, name a good comic or a video game to movie success story. You know I can't. Super Mario Brothers? Dude, uh, I negative. saw that. Double Dragon, negative. Mortal Kombat, uh, Wing
0: Commander.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, though, Mortal Kombat was an okay movie, and Resident Evil has been a very successful, yeah, adaptation. I think those movies are senseless, but they're kind of goofy sure. fun. Occasionally. Bridges of
0: Madison County.
3: Oh, that video game was fantastic, <laughs> gorgeous, too. <laughs> uh, it was. I, I just, I gave me hope for my senior years.
0: No, I have a question for for Prince of Persia player Michael Goodson. Yeah, um, Prince of
3: Persia player, Prince of Persia player, Prince of Persia is player. Is the character
0: in the game like? Uh, Does he look like Jake Gyllenhaal? Well, yeah. Is Gyllenhaal a good fit for the character? And then also, is the character? I don't know. Is the storyline? Cool enough to um, have an interesting movie. It's basically a-
2: the the Prince of Persia character has undergone a few different transformations. Mm-hmm. The most recent two games were both on the Xbox, I guess. Yeah, it's not a three sixty game, but the first one he was sort of a clean cut guy, and then the second one they sort of edgied like him long up a bit, hair gave him, and give him a beard. You know, yeah. So I don't know. It depends on which one you're going with. It's and the TV. basic storyline, really, you know, it's a video game storyline. Doesn't Is make, it make like sense. Is it like a Legend you're of just, Zelda kind of? He's clash to sure. rescue
4: the girl. Yeah. Okay. at the end it's like Donkey oh, Kong only with oh, swords
3: that would be a great a great movie. So
0: they're you think they're going to make it kind of a <laughs> an not, Arabian Nights kind of thing? Yes. Yes. In
2: Might be which good. case uh, And I
3: got to say that if you want to, you know, see an Arabian Nights kind of thing, just pick up the, the Sinbad from Zenoscope this week. You know, we've got an interview with Dan Wickline, the writer coming up. I mean, it's literally a genre people like, but it's going to be done so much better by other media than that I'll tell you right now. Persia.
0: Gyllenhaal Hall will do to Arabian Nights what Depp did for Pirates. So just keep an eye on that. Make it suck. You're going to see at cons people dressed as Arabian you knights bite and stuff. <laughs> You bite your
2: tongue. You back off. It's true, it's true. Depp is not the fault with those films. Go ahead. All right.
0: I'll, I'll
3: accept that. He's Hello, Bop It. Things. Another thing that needs to be adapted into film... You know, how many of you? Because you're not old enough to remember this. That that was lawn. an
2: open ended how, how many of you have
3: remember that television series Highlander? Huh?
2: Hey, I. Wait, it was Wh- a movie it was a first. Movie. What? Yeah, know. wasn't was, there a couple I was, versions?
3: I was tricking Lawn.
2: I thought there could be only one. Speaking of soundtracks with Queen in them, yes, ah. there could be
3: only one. There's four four movies, a television series, and an animated Cartoon, series. Yeah. Two. Uh,
4: two animated series animated series Yeah. yeah. There's a japanese one um, yeah
3: there's wow. an Ameri- there was a like a european did it for for american syndication although
4: the japanese one i think was just a movie it was the japanese animation it's was an not anime a series yeah.
2: don't get to your point i'd like
3: to but but rick had to throw this in uh, no he, he's right but he had to correct me uh, apparently
0: they're going to remake Highlander I just yeah
3: anything. You were embellishing. It was good. Yeah. I, I love you, Rick. We yeah. missed you so They've much. They've been
0: talking about our Highlander remake for a long, long time. So really? I don't know how. How they really? Who's they? You know, it's when... Uh, <laughs> you, and, <Lon>. and, and, <laughs> and Clay? During the last... Like,
3: Shout out to Clay Robeson! Okay. The
0: last uh, Project Greenlight, when they were doing the Feast film. Yeah? Uh, the writers that won the Project Greenlight that wrote Feast. Um, they Part of the show, they had showed how through their new like uh, representation... They were they, pitching Highlander? They, no, they got the... the I guess, the rights or whatever. Well, are they Art Markham and Madden I don't think Holloway? so. So what I'm saying is now there's... So maybe they had started that project, what well, was it, two, three years ago, and now maybe it's it's moved on to two new writers. But these I'm just two, saying that they were talking about it two, three years ago.
3: And these two new writers, by the way, are very hot in Hollywood right now because they wrote Iron Man.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: However... And, and wrote our... Oh, well, they wrote the, Punisher of Warzone, too. But,
1: okay, so, so... We don't know
2: how
3: good that is. We don't know that yet, but the thing with the Iron Man is... And I'm usually on writers. It's just
2: Iron Man, Derek.
3: Yeah, uh, I'm usually on the writers' side and this kind of stuff. But I—it's
2: just writers, Derek. No, you said, you said no. the
0: Iron Man.
3: Uh, I, I say, there's no uh, article. I meant to say the Iron Man thing, and then mm. you uh, cut me off because you're rude. Uh, so <laughs> the thing with the Iron Man script, if you will, Thank you. is that we know Robert Downey Jr. improvised a lot of it. It gave it a lot of its charm. Yeah. We also know, as was revealed, that Jon Favreau sat down with Marvel's top writers and tore that script apart and put it back together. So this yeah, is definitely one of those cases it, right? where, we can, where we can say, this hot team of writers weren't exactly mm. you know, the reason that movie worked. Up to I don't snuff. even think,
4: if you go back to the original Highlander movie... This, the, that it doesn't work either? Yeah, it's yeah. not that great a movie. Not a great a script. What, it's not what that great sells a great that property. movie is Christopher Lambert and Clancy Brown.
2: Sean Connery. And Sean Connery. And the concept of dudes with swords cutting off their heads. Right. I know, I but could, it's not, I mean, if you take the, the story it's, itself. Yeah, is, the is, script is not
4: that great. There,
3: I'll tell you, there's Derek's Hollywood moment that I actually attended one of the very first screenings of Highlander. Like, you know, they're passing out, you know, you want to come to the studio tonight and see a preview. Nobody knew what Highlander was. Uh-huh. So the ticket said, you're going to see this movie, you know, and I was like, oh, okay. And I remember being in that audience uh, and and when they first face off in that parking garage, pull out the swords, everybody's like, what
1: the hell is this? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know?
3: exactly. And it was a great surprise. And, and, and it was just like we watched this and it was going this is just goofy this was like you know the director it's surprising it's like stuff stuff was, you haven't seen before which is why after ton. four and movies you kind of seen absolutely it before. absolutely and i i saw it with a slightly different ending and um which was like i, I still feel even the ending that it has is sort of like a huh is that all but you know the movie is exciting up to that point yeah. i will agree with you clancy brown is the kurgan fantastic yeah. uh it also out.
2: has charm in its low budgetness, which the yeah. remake will not have. Uh, will not, yeah. uh,
3: that's, that's very true because I do think.
0: Really, does Highlander get a lot of money out of the studios now, or what? No, but I think. Haven't I mean, I think all it, four if of those inve- movies been low budget? If they're gonna, but know, I think if they're re-inverse. gonna give it a studio remake now, it's
3: gonna be. High, but no studio thinks about. Let's make this little. You know, it's not. They've announced it. What? You know, three years before it's actually going to.
2: C- they got the it. hot duo from the Iron Man I mean, movie. Yeah, you know, it's not going to be shot writers. It's
3: not going to be this low budget. It's not going to be given to someone who's creative with their imagery.
2: Mick I'll, G's going to direct it. Oh, you <laughs> make me hurt in my heart. Uh, so that's the title for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Um,
3: although you know Russell Mulcahy he wasn't that great a director. I mean, he's really good great at,
2: priest on MASH. Good though.
3: at imagery. He directed the shadow. Which was a movie where I felt like, oh, my gosh, am I watching flailed uh, and and failed opportunity after failed opportunity in that movie? Looks really cool. You watch that and go, wow, the imagery is great. This movie makes no bloody sense whatsoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how Highlander kind of is except it's carried through in the charm of it's absolutely – Of all the actors. Yeah. And let's give it a shout-out for Roxanna all. That was the woman in there. Nobody remembers her, but you know she was. I
2: just uh, want
0: to know is when I huzzah! You huzzah. died great <laughs> yeah. when that movie first came out. He was billed as Christopher. She didn't die in that. She's the one at the end who's the, the red
3: of the antique dealer. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. When yeah. that movie was first being wife, billed sorry. or yeah. out, Christopher, who's billed as Christopher Lambert. When did he become Christopher Lambert?
3: Because he was always French. He's not an American actor. I know, but
0: I just I remember the commercials. Christopher Lambert in Highlander. Well, that's an American doing it. I'm the, just the, saying. That
3: though. was the '80s. It was the, it's like
0: Christopher Col- or uh, Stephen Colbert. Colbert or Stephen Colbert. It's Colbert. Okay, Lambert. I guess. All right, yeah. whatever. Because it's French. Yeah, pitch. with an
3: indeterminate accent, he's got that. That really, should be the title. No one, you know, no one knew exactly what his accent was. You got John Connery, the yeah. Scotsman, playing a sure. Spanish Egyptian. Oh, he talks
4: about how he he worked to have an indistinguishable accent that it wasn't really supposed to be anything because he lived all over the world.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, I mean, there was some craftsmanship to that. Now no, that it wasn't.
4: according to him, ten no, years later. No, you know,
3: but well, I, I shouldn't I shouldn't rag on him because I loved Highlander. It uh, no. again, you know, it was just fun. It was I've so never different. At, really,
0: never. Don't you never. Lie. I've seen parts on TV and okay, I just you know, could not sit through the whole we thing. We need to sit down. Highlander viewing party. What?
3: <laughs> we'll do each other's
0: hair. Time for an intervention. <laughs> no. You need to watch Highlander. I don't have a problem. I haven't seen Highlander. <laughs> you do have a problem. You can't fit with us. Wait, uh, wait. Before we go on, okay. I wanted to bring something up that needs to be recognized. Do you? Yes, right. I do. Go ahead. We Bye. have a little kudos for our fearless leader here. Um,. Is that me? We, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. We all got excited. I was afraid you didn't mean me. You know what? Everybody got excited for the Nick Fury cameo at the end of Iron Man. We've all seen it. Everybody up to snuff on that? Totally, yeah. <laughs> Okay, now it's been rumored that that's been going on You know, or that was, might happen or whatever. Well, I just thought of something, and we had this on a previous either a podcast or actually on the site. But two years ago, was it two years ago? Or Almost three? two years ago was two years Snakes ago on at Comic Con at Snakes on a Plane at the Snakes on a Plane Junket. Derek McCaw was the only person at that junket to ask Samuel L. Jackson about playing Nick Fury. I was sitting next to him. And so was I. <laughs> And I just wanted to say that our fearless leader didn't get any credit for that because everybody's all excited about the snakes the cameo and everything else. Yeah. Our fan, you know, so you you listeners out there, you have a real fanboy fighting for you yeah. for your information. We had one guy.
3: We sound so much more noble than I am. You know
0: what I'm saying? Everybody else was talking about, oh, what was it like with the snakes and everything else, and Derek pulled out those. Oh, uh, Nick Fury gonna come? Out. So so fanboys and girls listening out there, you have. You have a fanboy on your side, and I just wanted to compliment our our own Derek McCaw. For, that was for
3: probably the first public connection
0: two years ago. Mm-hmm. Way to go, bringing Joker. that up. And then look, two you years later, proud. two years later, he's Nick Fury on the screen. Derek called it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. There we go.
3: Okay, well, thank you. Thank you. I'm all All right, next. It, it almost undoes all the hurting in
1: my heart. I just want to see Samuel
4: L. Jackson in the Shield movie, right? So they can go up against Hydra. Hydra invades a the helicopter. They, the helicarrier. So you got, it, you've got snake snake call it heads snakes on a plane? On, <laughs> no, they call it snakes on a helicopter carrier. And you heard, heard
2: yeah, first. here first. The predictions
3: I'm, are going fast and furious. I'm all for
2: complimenting Derek, but only so we can knock him down again. Let's do it, people. Exactly. Come on, here Keep we go. What that's do we
3: why got? I'm moving on. Right. You don't
4: like to kick him when he's down, huh?
3: Uh, well, that's a lot. Okay, uh, you hurt my heart. Uh, <laughs> let's go to some television news. Uh, we don't have to be up to date on the show, Doctor Who, but there was some big news uh, coming out of the BBC today. Sure. No, no, no! You don't. It's no spoiler. Don't walk away. Oh, okay. He's going to go. We talk about British things that you know, and and Lon just he he goes away. He's just not interested. Then he is sadly mistaken. He's He's a fool. Roll it out. What's the news? Well, the news is that. Davis, Davis, Russell, Russell T. Davis, T. Russell T. Davis, executive
2: Davis, producer of Doctor Who,
3: is stepping down at, in 2010. Now this is two years away, and we're all geeky, like, really, which,
2: really, which we knew because he's going to finish the fourth season, and then there's a series of specials, specials that he's going yeah. to do, and, mm-hmm. then,
3: and then we go back in. And uh, so Donald Moffat, Stephen Moffat, Stephen Moffat. I'm sorry, Donald Moffat. I think was an actor in the Not in the 70s. No, it's double F. It's a short Moffitt. O Moffat, yeah. okay. like Moffat Field. Oh, right. But no relation. Stephen Moffat is going to step up as the executive producer and showrunner of Doctor Who after 2010.
2: Great choice. And why do you think that, Michael? Because he's written some of the best episodes of Doctor Who that we've seen. He wrote the uh, Blink episode, the one everyone loved last year. Which
3: basically, there is no top in that. Which won the Hugo.
2: Yes. He wrote one of my other favorite ones, Girl in the Fireplace. Yep. He wrote the two-part series that introduced the character of Captain Jack, uh, Doctor Dances and... uh, Empty Child from season one. And
3: there is no... You're right. Okay, right. there you go. You don't even need to go any further because, frankly... He wrote the
2: little time crash thing where the two doctors meet that we just oh, saw. Oh, that was cute. That was cute. The yeah. little vignette. The, yeah. He wrote uh, the six-part Jekyll uh, BBC That's show. That's right, oh. uh, which I
3: loved. I, I did think that kind of fell apart at the end a little bit, but I did really sure. like Jekyll, I, I, which surprised me. I didn't think I was going to like Jekyll after the, about ten minutes into it. I'm like, eh, <laughs> I'll see it, and then... It, that was a great series. So we haven't, haven't picked that up on so, DVD, people. So. Great choice. So we're very excited. great choice. Very excited. Definitely, this is a this is a great writer.
2: David Tennant, however, re- continues to remain coy about whether or not he'll be back.
3: Well, you know, there's something to that. Uh, let me let me uh, allay your fears. Is that apparently the BBC does not sign multi-season contracts with anybody. Mm-hmm. So yeah. everybody is on a year-by-year basis. Mm-hmm as far as the actors go but it's really one
4: of the reasons why doctor who's lasted so long because they build that into the character
3: right but but right now everybody loves david tennant and and i i think that, everybody loved tom baker too and man. he wa- and he said he wants to stay because that was his childhood dream he said he was going to grow up and play doctor who they certainly went they went to the specials for the what would have been the 5th season because they wanted to work around his stage schedule schedule His schedule, if you will, he is going. Is he playing Hamlet? I I think he's actually playing Hamlet at the RSC. Oh gosh, I hope so. I know. Well, you and I will fly to London. Let's do it. And we Road will trip, s- and we will see David Tennant. <laughs> Road trip. Uh, if if people, if you could donate a lot more to PayPal, <laughs> yes, please, so
2: we could afford to go, we're going to need to bump up the budget for that. I realize European, that you, European vacation I realize that, a car that can drive there. I
3: realize that there's no not with these gas prices, there, that there's no real reason you have to say these two fanboys should go to London over you. But please, come on.
2: Come on, dude! Really? It. Come on, Derek stood up for you for Samuel L. Jackson. There you go. I'm responsible people. for that. Cameo. But I
4: want to I want to take that to task a little bit. he He's been three seasons now, four seasons, three seasons, three seasons, and he's definitely in for a fourth. Right? Mm-hmm.
2: We're in the middle of the fourth. Yes. So, no, So well, no, no, we're in the middle. of how the How long third was Baker Doctor Who? It's the fourth oh, okay. season. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. How long was Baker Doctor Who? Eight that, years. He was the longest. He's the longest one. running one. He's yeah. eight years. And I think he may have overstayed his welcome. I mean, just as far as that character. I think it's fun. To Somebody's get to yelling blasphemy, but I'm not. Yeah, I, I think so. Sure, oh, I well, watch because he was I also bug nuts. But you know, most people say is that his acting style. It wasn't so much it was an acting style as that was Tom Baker. I think and we kept him going. They had they had really creative and inventive companions for him. And the thing is, they keep on throwing these semi romantic interests at Tennant. Sure. And he's a, apparently he's a hottie. Yeah. Um, apparently. <laughs> but you had things like Adric, and and uh, you know you had a lot of crazy. Uh, well, certainly, once
2: they run out of uh, you know storylines or dynamic for him to play off of other characters, it'll be time to change.
4: Yeah, yeah. Just
2: don't make it Rose. <laughs> don't make it Billy Piper. Okay, it's <laughs> my own personal uh, shout out there. Uh, okay, <laughs> please, Stephen Moffat.
4: Okay. Sorry to take that to a halt. No, it's all right. <laughs> Way because, to go, Rick. Uh, you know, I, I I I understand what you're saying. I'm a I big don't... Doctor Who fan. I've been watching since uh, John Pertwee was the first one they brought over to the US. Mm-hmm. I so have no, a I, remember, foot, I remember seeing that. I have I a 30-foot get... Doctor Who scarf rolled up in the closet. You
2: and John McCain are uh, that old. Wow. Thank you.
4: Don't book Rick on HGTV
3: either. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, okay, but I, we're excited about that. Another thing that we, as fanboys, good fanboys, should be excited about, uh, the DVD of Big Bang Theory. Yeah, I, and, and I want to know what extras they're going to have on that thing. Not a lot, actually. No? there's kind of. I Do remember, they
0: shoot a lot of extras for TV? I guess there's a roundtable oh, discussion,
3: but it, and it's going to you know, and it, and it just it sad me because it's only 17 episodes to see that it's that it's only 17 episodes. Because well, of that writers, yeah, yeah,
2: no, it just it some just audio commentary like... would. Be they nice. have some
4: great, I, you know, they've got so many great lines where they just rattle off some scientific theorem mm-hmm. and whatever. And I know you know they have to blow those left and right. Uh, mm-hmm. the, I'm sure there'll be an outtake, you know, a blooper reel because that, well, that's wanna... the, everybody likes
0: to see those. Who's the nerdy one? Is that Leonard? No, no, no. Who, Leonard, Leonard Shelton. Sheldon's the one that Shelton's is not fit one. for human companionship. Okay, yes. that guy, that act. I would love to see. So by how the way, that actor... does he
3: not look like a Tim Sale drawing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I
2: guess that.
0: now that you mention he is. He is, yes. Yeah. Anyway. But but the guy who plays Shell, I want to know what that guy's been in before because- That's why we have the internet movie database. That role, is it's like he's, that's him. You know what I mean? Like when I see that, that's him. You like, want to go
2: see something else to see if he's doing an amazing acting job? I want to see if he's acting or not. Or if he's pulling a Tom Baker? Because
0: if not- he deserves mm-hmm. an Emmy because that is some br- – like I have a vague of all, recollection
4: of an, of an anecdote about him auditioning where they, he just came in and just took the role. I was going to say because – His
2: he, character totally carries that show. Yeah.
4: yeah. I mean that just watching it, you sit there and go,
0: he is Sh- Sheldon. I mean there's just yeah. no way to – So I'd like to see if he has other acting chops. But that show and, is
4: best when all four of them are on the screen at the same sure, time. Sure, sure. But I'm just saying as they, an, from I an do, acting standpoint
3: – I do watch them and go, well, because like, uh, um, R- R- Rosh – rosh Raj, Raj is never. This is like his debut. So, but the but the guy that that was on Martin w- West I don't Wing or now uh, the the guy that not West Wing was on Studio sixty. I got my you know Aaron uh, Sorkin, Sorkin uh, shows reviews for mm-hmm. a second, but he was on Studio sixty last year. But I watched this and go, you know, these four guys have ruined their careers because. They will always be these four guys yeah. now. They have hit such these... strong characters. They're such strong, iconic... That is who they are now. Yeah. It's, it's and, just so...
2: And there's so. not enough of that in TV anymore. Just character-driven comedy. And you've sitcoms. you yeah. got
4: to give a shout-out to whoever is doing the dressing of these characters. Yeah. Right, right. The t-shirts are just perfect. accurate. Well, I keep down, seeing t-shirts I want. Who's, that's, who's, that's key. And a belt. I mean, that flash belt buckle. That <laughs>
2: the the <laughs> Tron <laughs> Jew, one? Who's a
4: Jewish character? Um, Martin or... I don't know his name. I yeah, care. But he always has great
2: belt buckles.
3: Yeah, yeah so he had the flash. Yeah. He had a great flash. The, the Bat, episode Bat I watched last buckle. week
2: with the Sheldon, he was wearing a Tron t-shirt where the, yeah. the Tron character standing outside the broken light cycle. I was like... I have to have that. <laughs> that is the most it, awesome T-shirt. And ever. And we
3: got to say, because a listener doesn't know Michael Goodson, might not know that he doesn't really like wearing no, T-shirts, not so much. <laughs> and this show is almost about to turn him into a fan, into an
0: outward almost. fanboy,
2: almost, almost. Yeah. Certainly there's many I respect, but only like one or two that I go, mm, yeah, I'd wear that. <laughs> but the
0: other thing is like,
2: well, in public and be fact, seen by
3: it. The fact that one show has, to, has developed you, that's, that's yeah. pretty impressive. But the other
2: thing, too, is
0: like you were saying with the lines, you imagine so many lines getting blown. It's like, so whoever's writing that has definitely got to be a geek, but that at the same time, these actors – do it so flawlessly,
4: you feel, like I said, you feel yeah. like
0: they're their characters. Mm-hmm. So, it's, a, I mean, it's, I'm impressed just watching the skill. It's great acting. It's beyond yeah. great
4: comedy. It's great acting. Yeah,
0: I, I'm impressed. So, I,
4: it, I will stand give by props. that. Yeah. No, it For,
3: is great. I mean, I just love I'll that thing when the they have the twin sister. I mean, I agree with you that they're kind of making up and changing continuity as they go along. Because I don't buy that the mom would come and visit. Yeah. And not talk about the sister. And not talk about, and the, and not talk about the twin sister. But it's okay because that episode was so funny. And then when they said, like, you know, will you have Penny? In what universe do I have Penny? So I can have Penny? Hell no, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So many things that I just go, ha, ha,
2: ha, Any excuse to get that actress on screen again in an HD format is uh, okay with She's me. She's very attractive.
0: She's woman. gotten better looking for me. I don't know. No, that's no, no,
3: that's Penny. I'm talking about the twin sister. He's talking about the twin Oh, twin sister was good looking, too. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, I just think overall, it, and what makes it stand up for me is I can watch
4: I've, I think I've watched several episodes more than once. Mm. I've and laughed with the writer strike. You have I to, too, and I laughed. And I laughed just I as hard. I was on two planes last week, and they had an episode of Big Bang Theory. It was the same episode both ways, and I watched it. It was the, the uh, probably the eighth and ninth time I've seen that.
1: What a Raj gets drunk.
4: Yeah, that one. I don't remember. Was it at the party it's one with Princess. Uh,
1: oh, oh, that right. one where. Did where, it, where did yes.
4: anybody see the last? Okay, I know we talked I, about I haven't seen there. this week. I haven't seen the season. The, the last finale.
0: one made a couple questionable jokes that, uh, you know, when you guys finally do what watch it. What was the it, basis plot? I, I think uh, I, well, no, I only started watching it. This was basically. Finale. Leonard finale. asks Penny on a date. Yeah, no, no I haven't seen that one. You. I haven't
3: yeah. watched that yet, but I just think I watched it, <coughs> and, and it's the acting and patience that, that set up for the episode of The Twin Sister when Rosh goes to the, you know get get the flyer to do the medical it's just like they took oh, yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah. long with that bit. And it was like, he walks down the hallway,
2: it was such a turns, great, turns right, walks knew. away,
4: coming I
3: know, back. but it was such a great patient directing. So it's
2: not just acting, it's great directing. Okay, let's all talk about our favorite Big Bang moments. I like the one where the time machine is in the living room, and they but all move I around do. fast <laughs> to simulate the time that's going fast. It's so great. That that's, so, oh, that's so fabulous. I do.
4: So if you're not watching Big Bang yeah. Theory. Literally.
2: You really should be. Okay? It does. such a listener. It does. Yeah,
4: it does. You about. may not be able to tell, but it has our seal of approval.
2: And it comes in HD. I just love HD. You
0: know what I I don't have an HDTV yet. I would, lo- loser. I would um, love. You a big. You Bang my heart. Th- I would love a Big Bang Theory panel at Comic Con. Anybody? Anybody? Sure. Totally. Let's let's make that happen. Comic Con. They haven't Comic-Con. done their
3: programming yet. Um,
4: maybe uh, should I call them and just say, can we have a Big Bang Theory so, what panel? You, <laughs> what you want is a Big Bang Theory thirty panel when they all come in character. Oh yeah, they gotta come in character. It, it is true that
3: I I would be afraid to discover their. We right, need a
0: Big Bang right. Theory episode shot at Comic Con. <sighs> make it happen CBS see if you are smart
3: although you know what Comic-Con gets very nervous about what they consider outside mockery mm. of Comic-Con unless you're Kevin Smith Kevin Smith can go on the tonight show and go
0: aren't these people weird Well there was that episode <laughs> of Entourage, outside, right remember would. entourage that had the uh, they had turn them. your
3: phone off on I, man. Did, <laughs> I th- didn't see that
0: there episode. was entourage episode where they I think they were they actually called it Comic-Con. It, it wasn't because shot, he was in Aquaman. Yeah, it wasn't shot though at Comic. It was shot at a smaller, like little, you know, hotel or whatever. But yeah, they did the whole Aquaman. You know, Vince and, and the entourage was there. You know, tr- trying to sell the Aquaman thing or whatever. And yeah.
3: Well, they're very protective of their image. That's all you know. I, I know, and so
0: I'm just saying, Big Bang is very loyal to the the image Absolutely. of the comic fans. So. Mm-hmm. So. I think it'd be awesome. At least give us a panel so we can go and hear all the geeky guys go. I am um, a writer myself, and <laughs> oh, God, no. I yeah, we'll just put a plea out there: if if if, if the hundred and twenty thousand
3: or so that are going to be at Comic Con this summer are listening to this podcast now, that question is banned. Mm-hmm that no. question is banned second, no one's going to
0: help your career here the second question banned. and in
3: fact i gotta say it's a selfish
0: question the second question band is uh i'm a really big fan um can i get a picture with you yeah can that, i get a hug no yeah and the other one i hug can you sign my boobs yeah those all banned
4: fan boobs i hate it when you i them.
2: only asked it once Uh-oh. who was that guillermo del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a funnier you, answer. No,
3: you totally blindsided me with that. Uh, and I got an
0: image.
1: I was I got gonna an image. I was gonna go Bendis but
2: you know, you know. It's funny cuz it's true. <laughs> Here's, this is an awkward moment because we've all agreed to not do anything so that Rick doesn't have to edit this. But now Derek's going to laugh hysterically for five minutes. What are you going to do, Rick? What are you going to do? just going to join him.
4: It's the laughing episode. <laughs> no, yeah. Go
3: ahead. I'm sorry. So He's Derek, got his soul back. Let him talk. It was that was good. Uh, one thing that I know there will there will be a panel is Joss Whedon's Dollhouse, which I, I assume is going to we'll have a good panel at Comic Con about sure. that. I don't have proof because they don't have any of their. Panel schedule, but they just uh, Fox. It is on Fox, right? Yes. Just released, sadly, uh, so maybe it won't last. Given, very given long the <laughs> Whedon history with Fox, <laughs> I was
1: surprised to learn that myself. <laughs> yeah. So,
4: uh, but it does have Eliza Dushku. Um, he gave some reasoning in an interview about that really? why he and Fox have made up, and it's a different uh, management staff at Fox or something. Like that, that could be. I mean, to be but fair, but it's still Fox. But to I be think fair, still having screwed
3: up Firefly, yeah, Fox was still actually. Kind kinder than other networks would have been giving him that chance to shop around and giving him that chance to, you know, to, to let it go over to Universal for the big screen Serenity right. film. So you know, I can sort of see maybe it's just it's it's business the, and business who and television
2: is who else is going to put out crazy. a Weeden show? The CW. Yeah.
0: So I mean, he's got to go to Fox because none of the big networks will but put Don out Don a Joss Sounds pretty interesting. Joss. It does sound. There also, is
2: a, there is a new trailer up. You fanboys.
3: Yes, uh, I know it's on YouTube because you sent me that link. Yeah, just go
2: Google uh, Dollhouse. Dollhouse. They have a site. It's all in hire.
4: Okay. It sounds like a cross between La Femme Nikita and Pretender and like nine different shows. about Watching
2: the trailer, it definitely has a different feel from Buffy, Angel, or Firefly. I
4: have trouble seeing where they're going to inject the humor, though. Yes,
2: that, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, yeah. I watch Weeden. I the, think it's the a joke. It people. feels like
4: it's a dark conspiracy thriller
3: that's going to have a, a set end date, because clearly, you know, once this all gets exposed, I. But that, that's okay because I like the idea of, hey, give me a season. It's really well written. Yeah, and maybe that's the end of it, because I don't want the show. But sort of the finding endless reasons to justify the title Prison Break. Uh, is sort of because which has been renewed by Fox. So true. And, and isn't this like a, its third season? And you know when they've broken out of several prisons. It takes now, a while to dig that tunnel. It does. No, take I actually
0: it. heard that this season the 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 title Prison Break is actually they're taking a break from the prison. Yeah. So this this year oh, they so won't it's even it's, be in prison. So it's, like, it's just called break.
4: S- it's called Spring Break. No, it's just Prison <laughs> so, Break.
0: You know what I mean? Think, they're just okay. taking, Well, that's a little, taking a break from it.
4: Yeah. But I'll okay. give I'll give Josh the benefit of the doubt. No Joss. doubt. I mean, josh. The, no doubt, doubt to no doubt uh, that I'll watch. Oh, certainly. Yeah, no,
2: it, I, it'll be a quality show.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, and another thing that I picked up today I, of, a, of a director that I believe you were mocking me for mocking earlier, and I, when I wasn't mocking, Sam Raimi turned producer, and as uh, for years he produced Xena and he produced Hercules and uh, mm-hmm. produced a couple ch- uh, children, Cleopatra twenty five twenty five. Hey, Did
4: have to do with uh, All trades? Or? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jack Was it Jack of All Trades? Was that was, it was? Uh, the Bruce Campbell one? The Bruce Campbell one. Yeah. There was Briscoe County and then there was... Um, he
3: didn't do Briscoe County, but he was the Jack... The I think it was
4: Jack of All Trades. Yeah. Jack of All Trades. Jack Jack great all show, trades. though.
3: Yeah. Uh, I just can't remember exactly if that yeah, it must be right. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's producing a television show called Wizard's First Rule, oh. which is based Terry on the Goodkind. first book in a series called Sword of Truth. I know nothing about this, but yeah. I saw this news and I thought... Rick Bradshaw has probably read at least a
4: couple of these. I mean, books. I've read a, to think, through the fifth book in that series, and what's uh, it about, Rick? Well, tell me, a story. you know, it's, it's like it's, Harry Potter. The first book is your typical. Sci- uh, fantasy premise, you know, you've got this this young farm boy and a and a and <laughs> evil that's, my, that's my, not my typical fantasy no. premise. All so
2: right, uh, so I'm a milkman
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, fantasy adventure. I at this farm
4: premise. overnight, so you've got this young farm boy and his grandfather, <laughs> right? Just Don't touch and my daughter! Some, Isn't that Aragon? Vile thing brewing in the east, right? And by uh, the by, very, very early in the book, find, you find out that the young boy, the grandfather's a wizard. And not really the grandfather, and the boy is going to be the new whatever. I he's, was hoping he's the that was going to happen. I was hoping that was going to happen with my grandfather. But, and you know. but really, after after what you think is going to happen in that book, it really twists it around, and it becomes a very involved and fairly adult. Uh, yeah. Adventure story and really at some point is there a female lead? There are several female leads, and there, the, the relationship between the wizard and the, the concubine, the the wizard and the sorceress is very involved, and uh, you know they've they're attracted, but there may be some violence. Okay, so you do them. see room for can, a weekly series. I could easily see that into a mini series. The um, it. it so it's probably, basically yeah. wizards on a farm? No, it, they, oh, okay. they start. He starts it's on a farm. No, then he has to be go, awesome. He has to go off and do the quest thing and find, you know, uh, change the so wizards on a plane? And, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then later he plays Nick Fury. You know, mm. someday I'll be able to get a... Someday we'll let th- you
2: explain stuff without interrupting. <laughs> mm, Welcome to my world. Like, you, like that sentence I just cut off? There you go. <laughs>
4: I, I, it's a it's a great book. I haven't like uh, the f- first book is excellent. The second and third are pretty good. The fourth takes a low uh, is kind of low. So point. again, you can see that as a decent
3: weekly series up to a point. Yeah.
2: I
4: don't
3: get it.
2: We were all just waiting to see who would interrupt Rick and Lon and I had topped out, so you did it. <laughs> it was, good job. It me. Good job. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Rick, can you interrupt yourself next time? <laughs> I
3: can try. <laughs> okay. Very good. So <laughs> I have a little note here. This just in. Not an area we cover very often, but apparently, Lawn's mad at Desperate
0: Housewives. Did anybody else <laughs> did anybody else see the season finale? Oddly no. enough, the
3: only episode of Desperate no. Housewives I've seen
4: is season finale. The season finale. Wait a minute, I haven't seen. Uh, I, oh, no, are I you to. are you watching? It? I've been watching it. You oh, well, we, don't, we don't have to go there because then. We'll it's got uh, what's her name. The uh, oh Dana Delaney? Dana Delaney.
1: Er, yeah. Well, I don't have to go
0: there.
2: Yeah. A second better.
0: Okay. Well, we can talk about it after you've seen the finale okay. if you want. It just did something this week that was very uncharacteristic and similar to an similar to another show we watch. X Files? No, Lost. Desperate oh, really? Housewives kind of pulled the Lost.
3: Was don't sh- a not a say, say it. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And a polar bear. Oh no, I was think I've
4: heard something about this. They, they do a j- time jump or something in the story, like five years. I don't later want to ruin it for you, but yeah, if you have heard it, okay. Yeah, I've heard that much. They yeah.
0: jump five years forward.
4: Okay. Yeah, I'd heard that. Okay, that's all I'll say. We'll talk about it. But after I, I think I, I do think you know,
3: *Desperate Housewives*. It was interesting to me to realize how many actors I wrote besides Dana Delaney Oh yeah, that I
4: actually really it was the uh, actor Gary Cole. Gary Cole season, was on yeah. there. Gary Cole, Cole showed up, and man, I'd forgotten what a good actor he he's is. he's great. Oh, I never forget what a good Make actor Nathan Fillion. What was yeah, Nathan Fillion was on it and but Gary Cole did a series in uh in the early nineties. You're gonna say Nightcollar, aren't you? No. I'm gonna say American the, Gothic. American Gothic. What a great show. Is that, that on D V D? Yes it is.
3: I have got to get that on D V D because American Gothic, created by Sean Cassidy of all people. Mm. Yeah. Uh is
0: Was that the one where he was a cop and he investigated like werewolf crimes or like weird supernatural crimes? It was just a
4: small southern town. Oh, he was, they were like he a shared, weird family. And a, he might be a total Satan anti anti-hero,
3: antihero. And he answer. might be Satan. And that was it was it was really just creepy.
4: Yeah. Episode after episode. And he has a son and he's trying to influence his son and the son doesn't trust him and, and it, there's
3: this ghost going at Marley. Marley who's going there's someone at the doe. Yeah.
1: The, Someone's the He's a
0: great. You know what the great thing about Gary Cole is? Is he can just jump into any role. Like he can. You what the guy from Office Space? You know the the yeah, boss. Yeah, yeah. He's Harvey Birdman. Harvey Birdman. He did the uh, the, the the dad in uh, Talladega Bunch. Nights.
3: Oh, Talladega Nights. But he was also yeah. But played, then he played Mike. He played Brady. a perfect Robert Reed right. in the Brady Bunch
0: movies. So Gary Cole, yeah. phenomenal. Babylon 5 saw, Crusade. Yeah. Not familiar mm-hmm. with that. But no, it no, be no. Follow up to Babylon. Yeah, he was. He was the no, but I just don't know. Yeah. I didn't see him. So, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. With I think he was,
3: was in it. Highlander jerks. Maybe he may I have like been in Highlander. He yes. actually played Sean Connery in Highlander. Oh, interesting. <laughs> did he put him in the remake? I would see. Did, here's the way to get me to see that remake: Dog. put Gary Cole in the Sean Connery role. I'm there because I'd be dying
4: to know what Gary Cole would do with it. Yeah, but, interesting. Um, tying this back to Desperate Housewives, when he showed up on that show with, in the the police. Outfit. I went right back to American Gothic. Gothic yeah, I'm thinking of what. Or have you seen uh, I Spy with Owen
3: Wilson and and uh, Eddie Murphy? Parts
0: of it on TBS. Yeah.
3: And
4: Gary Cole plays like the
3: uh, Fernando. He's like this Hispanic agent, <laughs> and but he's like the super. He's the, the, basically the role the Rock is playing in Get Smart. Uh, I shouldn't say because now he's Dwayne Johnson. Mm. Uh, I should say Dwayne Johnson's playing in Get Smart. And it's just every time that Gary Cole, he just totally steals everything from Owen Wilson, who is
0: hard to steal things from, steal yeah. scenes from.
3: Gary Cole totally makes that his.
0: But isn't that great, though, as an actor? Like, Gary Cole's taken so, and he's not a household name. I mean, no. But I mean, he's taken all these different roles just to take different roles and show his versatility. He's almost like a Phil Hartman esque kind of, you know versatility but far can, more dramatic sure yeah, his sure than yeah. phil hartman was. but i mean just fantastic i love everything he does mm-hmm. good stuff
3: yeah. so i was, just, I was just, just just wanted to realize that all season long he's been on it. didn't so know he, what,
2: would you describe yourself as a gary cole man i'm a gary cole maniac
4: he only showed up like halfway through the series okay so I only have to watch yeah. like a few episodes no. back okay watch uh, them
0: all because they are funny and well written
4: I mean, okay. Whatever. Maybe someday. Okay. Uh, no. Catch, yeah. What with the murder and the for, cancer? and, uh, and uh, Arson. You watch
0: Highlander.
2: I won't watch Desperate Housewives. Well, yeah,
0: we'll have we'll have a showdown. <laughs> <laughs> Who can watch the first without crying? No. Uh, okay. the first to cry after watching? It? <laughs> <laughs> really? After I watch Matthew McConaughey and Flash Gordon.
1: You hurt my heart.
3: You know how weepy I am. Uh, I do. Golly. I don't know why baby mama moved you so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was gridiron
3: gang, damn it.
2: <laughs> you pansy. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> okay, so I had this thing. I saw this about video games. So did you get that thing I sent you? Yeah, I did. That thing. That thing. Uh, I got this quote from this guy, this actor named Michael Hollick, uh, who played, how do you pronounce Is it? Is he related Nico- to Al? No.
1: No. Nico oh, okay. Bellic.
3: Nico Bellic. Uh, Alcoholic? Anybody? I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess sometimes we just let the listeners uh, connect the dots and decide, oh, it's a picture of an airplane. Okay. Uh, that uh, he's the protagonist in Grand Theft Auto 4, or GTA 4.
2: Yes. Liberty City. Your street cred just went up zero. Yeah. I
3: don't have street cred when it comes to games. I know that. Okay. He's the lame gamer. So, exactly. And I like to ke- I like keeping that title. Lame, lame you- gamer. Lame
2: gamer. Apparently. Wrap it up. So he says
3: this. Obviously, I'm incredibly thankful to Rockstar for the opportunity to be in this game when it's just a nobody. But it's tough when you see Grand Theft Auto 4 out there. uh, And they're making hundreds of million dollars and we don't see any of it. I don't blame Rockstar. I blame our... Is that the the, uh, drink? I I blame our union for not having the agreements in place to protect the creative people who drive the sales of these games. Yes, the technology is important... But it's the human performances within them that people really connect to, and I hope actors will get more respect for the work they do within those technologies. <laughs> so here's the What's question: What's this guy's I have. name again? Michael Hollick. I have a message for. Him. Who was paid? He was paid one hundred thousand
0: dollars.
2: He was paid one hundred thousand dollars for twenty hours worth of vocal work.
0: It's, no, read that line about... It's the human connection It's the human connection. Really, See, so this is my question to you guys.
2: You want to know how fast I can find another human to connect to that role? How fast? First of all, there is no do human... Do you want to do it for 50 grand? Yes! Sold!
0: <laughs> First of all... The human
4: connection. He's like the Russian hitman.
0: Yeah, the, yeah. There is no human, connection, human connection to GTA. Huh? People beat each other, stab each other, get whores. That and is a they- lie. Okay, well, I'm just The saying. game okay.
2: mechanic has been the same for four games now. It's about the story.
0: I'm just saying that every kid I've ever watched play that game beats people,
2: shoots cops, crashes cars, gets worse.
4: I understand. I've heard a little bit about this, and I want to ask Michael, because he's. have you played it all the way through?
2: Not all the way through, no.
4: But I understand this time they've got more, uh, if you take the darker route, there's more ramifications that you have to deal with than previously. Is that true? Okay, No, are you? I
3: don't know. What
2: kind of character
3: are you playing? Good Lord, Emperor! You have no clothes. I
2: uh, I don't run around beating and killing innocent people. Okay, though I do my fair share of killing. I kill other criminals. I've had to kill a few cops every now and then. Okay, but uh, you know I'm not just running over pedestrians in the street.
0: Well, let's you know what. Let's address this guy here. But let's
2: talk about the game.
1: Okay, he
0: he did his work. He did his session work, and he he was paid paid handsomely. Handsomely. But not once does he mention the team of programmers that spent years and years on this thing. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if they want to make a little, you know, they're they're making, what, tons of money, $500 I think, was the first weekend or whatever. It's like, okay, guys, okay, you did your work, and there's the human connection or whatever you said. But you know what? Rockstar Games needs to be complimented for their hard work and their programming and 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 their writing and their everything else. The question I
3: have that you've sparked in me is,
1: do, I sparked it in you?
3: You did. Once okay. you have an opening weekend, if you will, of the of the game, what really is the long term value of that game to a company? A year from now, are we going to be? Are people going to be buying GTA 4?
1: Yes.
4: Okay, probably, but at a reduced but
1: price, not, yeah, at a
4: much reduced price.
1: Yeah, they'll they'll
2: keep it of for a while. Qual- then they'll do a greatest hits. Then you can download it on Xbox Live. They'll do
3: then the, they'll do the PC version. Right. Yeah. There isn't a PC version already? Not no, just currently. PlayStation, Xbox
4: 360. Oh,
3: okay. Interesting. It
2: usually comes about six months after. Oh, okay. So.
4: Faster now with the 360. Really? 360 to PC is much easier. Excellent. Well, of course. There you are. Is there
2: a reason why we're Set your clock so quiet. quiet? We got, we just if it's, got, it's less than six got, months, there's going to be because, a slowdown. At this
3: point in the podcast, Lon's fallen asleep. Oh, so let's talk. I, and I don't, I don't mean, like, here at the table, but I mean, he's listening to it. Right now. Oh, you're right. We're At doing home? <laughs> we're doing
0: sort of a, a meta textual thing here.
2: Right before he deletes it. Wake Lawn, up, Lawn. Lawn.
3: Wake up,
0: Lawn. You know when I always wake up? It's usually Lawn. when Goodson does a hey or something like that, and I'm like, <laughs> what? Well, and I
3: there's some sort of irony now because just now you woke up because you <laughs> went when Goodson goes hey, and so I've done it to myself.
2: <laughs> Not for the first time. All oh, right, there. We got that joke. That's out what out of she the way. said. Mm-hmm. So.
3: That's all I have to say this evening. Yeah, but, uh, if you've oh, got things we, to say... Oh, you've got more to say? Go no,
2: ahead. I just...
0: We were done wrapping up on this guy's What, do you want to letter? talk
2: about some problem with brothers and sisters? Go ahead. Actually, my mom loves that show. <laughs> no, but...
0: Um, yeah, so, I mean, are we... What do we think about this guy's complaining?
2: I think we've ripped him a new one. Okay. I,
3: I, <laughs> on? I kind of do, because you're right. I, as much as I think you know, actors should get residuals. I just go hundred grand, really? For twenty. Well, it's kind of like word? it's like you a signed s- a
2: contract. Yeah. Wasn't the price and listed? And I don't
3: think I've ever looked at a game and gone, "Oh, oh, Michael Hollick's in this one. I've really got to <laughs> play it." <laughs> you know? Well, know? I mean,
0: think of all the old like jazz musicians that you know, all the trumpetists or whatever that played on uh, you know, like a Miles Davis album. I mean, they got paid their session work and they got paid for that thing.
2: And well, that sometimes was it. they get residuals. Sometimes, too. but I'm just saying other times Act there's a Miles contract. Miles Davis
3: didn't get residuals. That's one
0: of the reasons the yeah. music industry's in a mess.
2: The Funk Brothers, the people that did all the music for Motown. Right,
0: exactly. That whole uh, the backing band or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I mean, You know what I mean? They got paid their session work. It was a job. They went in and did it. They ain't complaining. You know well, I mean? Actually, so, a lot of them died very poor. Oh, yeah. well.
2: <laughs> but they ain't complaining.
0: <laughs> they <don't, laughs> poor now. jazz
2: musicians. Way to. They're
3: dead. That's why they ain't complaining. If you think lawn should be taken out and beaten, Please write in to but editor. But
2: if someone had given him a hundred grand at the time, I would have said, Hey, you had a hundred grand. I'm yeah, sorry. Grand. I'm sorry complain. the seventies made you all snort it up your nose. Exactly. Yeah,
3: exactly. Exactly. If you think that Michael now is offensive and should let, and <laughs> let the older members of the podcast finish their sentences and Can't ideas. idea, we all
4: just get along. Right in
3: to it. editor at fanboyplanet.com. Oh, he's pouting now. Uh, this is Derek McCaw, editor in chief of
0: FanboyPlanet.com. To my left is that me? Yeah. Oh, uh, this is uh, lonlopez.com. I want to thank everybody who came out to Supercon and stopped by the booth. And I uh, hope you enjoy the cool swag we had for everybody. It was cool swag. Yeah.
2: And, and to uh, across the table from me. And I want to thank uh, that chubby Ben Riley for giving good old Michael Goodson a hearty chuckle.
4: That was a Scarlet Spider reference.
3: Ben right. Riley. You know, a lot of people don't know okay. that, but that's all right. And, uh, and that if doesn't You don't know that Ben Riley's
2: is a Skyler Spyler. Why are you listening, people?
0: Uh, shh, we need to keep the listeners we have.
2: And to all the Haitian
0: fans, Rick would like to say. Uh, Yaman. oh Good lordy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for proving that this podcast. Doing a podcast drunk, drunk is a horrible <laughs> idea. <laughs>
2: don't drink in podcasts. too people. much of the
3: coconut oil. And <laughs> uh, remember,
4: folks. Use your
0: powers only for good. All right. And we're
1: clear.
0: This week's podcast is brought to you by Baggage from DC Comics.
4: And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at
1: www.lukeski.com. I count it down. You don't count yourself down. You le- last time you left
0: it in,
4: I was all like, oh, <laughs> I really? did. Last
3: time last time he wasn't here, you were counting yourself no, in because no, there right. was
4: nobody else to do it. Okay. Three, two, and
0: listen up, fanboys, <laughs> it's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody
1: right here.
3: Uh, and then we can talk about Batman R.I.P. We talked about it last week, but as we know, that podcast doesn't exist. That's the no, last I understand episode. you guys did a podcast. That's
4: already. the yeah,
0: lost episode. Fucking that's, screwed up. That's the lost episode. I'm sorry
4: you mentioned that. I was going to say something about it. When we got on. <laughs> you can still do it. Okay. I, bl- um, I
0: blame myself, but yet it was partially Derek's you fault. You blamed Derek because <laughs> <laughs> well, I told it. you not to save it. Um, I was going to save it to Wave. And I go, what do you like? Wave or MP3 needs all MP3. And I'm, okay, I'll just save it to MP3. So I went to MP3, and it's all, does not save on MP3. You have to download this thing. So I didn't have internet here, so I was like, oh, I don't have it. And he's like, oh, that's okay. You can just download it later. And so I said, oh, okay. So then I closed <laughs> the machine, and then I realized I was all, wait. editor-in-chief
3: uh, is not responsible for the retardation yeah. of his employees.
0: Because, <laughs> you know, on Audacity, you have to yeah, but have the raw file,
4: and you have to export What you it. should use is Wave because it you use uncompressed Wave. Or AIF mm-hmm. um, rather than MP3, because every time you save an MP3, you have loss. Oh, okay. So if you save over and over an MP3, I always I take these things out and immediately save them as AIF. Mm. And we'll I see edit an AIF. Uh, What's I, AIF? What's that? Uh, it is not going
3: in the outtakes. I know that sometimes we say it and you still put it in. That it is not going, I do going not. in the outtakes.
1: I uh, do no, not. No, there no, were a couple no, last no, week. No, no, no. What oh, I, did, I listened two weeks What I ago. did last two weeks ago was
4: <laughs> I had I had you, I did not put the part in that you said didn't go in the outtakes, but I put you <laughs> saying that's, that's not going way. in the outtakes, so into the outtakes. You're
3: so seamless. I thought that that really was. Um, huh. Okay. The Big Bang Theory, season one DVD, has been announced coming out in sep- yes. and September. They did,
0: I think they did announce that it's picked up for season two, right? Yes. Yes,
4: yes, it is. So that's when I was on the flight to uh, Miami, they played Big Bang Theory. They played the episode with the grasshopper. The oh, uh, uh, the drink, the drink. Uh, that's a Rishi. good one. They played it going out and coming back. Uh, <laughs> <all right. laughs> well, well, it's on, it. on a tape, you know. Well, it was funny both
3: times, right? You know, the there one thing I wonder it's about only that like show. Like the
4: eighth time I've seen that episode, I think. The one thing I wonder. Okay, can
0: someone explain to me why it's called The Big Bang Theory? Because they, they
3: theorize about actually having sex. They don't ever have it. It's a play so on it, words. It's a
0: really – it's about banging chicks?
2: Is it's that a play it's, on words. They're physicists.
3: I mean, they're about discovering the origins of the universe. Because they that's made the their, credits first. That's uh, No, I mean I think it really is it. It's, it's, it is a play on words that it's both – you've got Leonard trying all the desperately. episodes
4: All the episodes are like the, the, the peanut theorem, right? Yeah. So it's like they're all based on – so
0: that's you. Call, that's the biggest one, then. Probably. They're, yeah, they're yeah.
3: working on things that have to do to do with the big actual. And the Big Bang Theory is the origin because of of Freaks everything, and Geeks so. was
2: taken. Mm. Are
0: yeah. <laughs> <So. laughs> nerds trying to bang hot chicks? Yeah. Yeah, that one that was tested know, but, well, yeah. but they decided uh, okay. not to. The big Bang Theory is good. Uh, you know who knows? But Terry Morgan came all the way from Texas. So then where Terry Morgan. Yeah. Oh, you, you did we had to. a conversation. Like I said, we're we're Booth brothers. He that's wiped always. them up. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe we
1: should move on. Let's. uh, No, let's end with he wiped him up.